Hello, James here and welcome to the James cast. This is a podcast extra or a podcast pullout or a podcast spotlight, pick whatever you want to call it. It's another two clips from the PowerWorks podcast. And if you've been listening to my podcast spotlights, podcast extras, podcast pullouts, you'll know that there are three parts in this little series from this larger podcast that you can go back to. In fact, it's the PowerWorks podcast that would come directly in front of or behind the first of these podcast pullouts. Okay, I know it's a little confusing and you're going, why are you telling me this? But anyway, <laughs> these two sections are kind of fun because one of them is talking about the issue of uniform lane width when you're driving. You know, if you've ever had an issue where you're driving and then you realize, man, these lanes are getting narrower. I'm almost going to hit this car beside me, which leads right into the second piece talking about motorcycle safety. Lane width and motorcycle safety, Glenn Power, myself, a little podcast pull out. You're going to love it. It's a lot of fun. I love them. I keep listening to them. So you're here. You're listening. You're going to love them too. Here we go. Uh, you know, the other one, I noticed this one this morning, actually, because they've done a lot of road work out Murdoff Way and they've, they're, they're, they're expanding things, which is great. But I, I, I've noticed that there is not a uniform distance or width of a lane. <laughs> Way, lane width is not uniform. And I noticed, I've, I've been noticing this recently with the number of cars that are trying to follow the new line setups and how close they get to each other and things. And I only, it only clued in today when I was looking at, at a vehicle in front of me and I'm looking at the lane and I realize, hold on a second, that lane goes from being, you know, maybe 12 feet wide to eight feet wide in the span of 50 feet. Yeah. And so it's, it's not instantly noticeable to you, but then you kind of wonder why the cars are kind of bunching up on each other. And it's like, Hold on. Uh, what, and then, and then I just started to notice it over the, the, a two-kilometer stretch, where they go from being wide to narrow to wide to somewhere in between. To and I thought, what is going on here? Mm. Interesting, <laughs> especially when you like when you know, you only need two or three big rigs side by side yeah. on there, and and then all of a sudden you wheel arch to wheel arch. Well, sparks flying and and are you willing to concede space right so then it's one thing okay yeah you got people who are too close and maybe accidentally they they start hitting each other but what if you got that hey, i'm in my lane yeah <laughs> and uh, i'm not giving way to you because it's gonna it's gonna win me two two seconds to the next set of lights and uh you know you don't want to be an idiot when you get to the set of lights so the guys cut you off or that's another one we'll talk about it in a second too but when you get to the lights and the guy's just gone through the whole process of speeding past you and then you're sitting right behind them you kind of want to beat the horn give a wave good work you can see the guy throwing it into park and getting out and you got a road rage incident on your hands yeah. right yeah but it's uh, no but that road that lane width i i i really got to do some investigation because i really thought there was standardization clearly i'm wrong no no, no, I, I, it's a it's a bad thing actually back home in the UK where, especially this time of year where we get a sort of a low sun and it's rained, mm. so the roads are slick. Oh man! And then we'll have you know you'll you'll have some roadworks going on, or they'll be redoing the lines on the road, and they don't quite match where the old ones were, or they're moving in for a reason. Oh, and you can see the black. And you can see both of them. <laughs> you don't know where to go. <laughs> so yeah, get some uh, get some interesting ones. It's it's. <laughs>
is but you've got to allow the little gaps for the Zomato and Deliveroo and yeah, yeah, because those guys are flying through stuff. To fit through that are weaving in and out. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of guys doing that yesterday, and it's just like, guys, really? Like you, you get you can't do that. You're going to get killed. I, I've um, I've never we've again during lockdown it was like the the only real way to get a takeaway right well yeah. it was the only way yeah, yeah. Um, so we got in we, we were using delivery we were in wrestle came at the time but delivery and um kareem and they all had their own the zomato and talibat they all had their own delivery services obviously and, and we were using them but never once did i call i can remember waiting about two and a half hours for a kfc <sighs> And that was right at the start of it. And Yikes. the police were checking everybody. Right. And the guy that was delivering it was actually in a car. So he was definitely getting stopped. A bit different when you're in a branded bike with a big yeah. cool box on the back. But he, um, I'm not calling up and saying, where's my food? Yeah. At no point do I want to rush one of these <laughs> motorbikes. Because no. every single time when I drive home, sort of wincing going around roundabouts. And, yeah. thinking, and you shouldn't um, be doing that. Don't no. pull in front of me. I've, I mean, I've sat... We've had drivers. I've sat in cars um, where a door's been opened and the bike's oh, inches yeah, from yeah, hitting it. Yeah, People open the door here. Some people chew tobacco. Yeah, They open the door and spit. Now, they shouldn't do now because of the COVID. Yeah. They do. They shouldn't do anyway. It's disgusting, but they do it. Yeah. Um, they open the door without looking. And if the bikes are weaving in and out, if you're sat in traffic, yeah. you don't need to be going very fast. Well, and forget the delivery bike guys. You just got the weekend warriors who are back out in their Harleys now and in their sports now bikes. Season. Yeah. I mean, if, and they're nuts. They're yeah. doing the same thing. They're weaving in and out. They're on the shoulder. Yeah. And it only takes one guy to open up a door and you take out, you know, a hundred thousand Durham's worth of bike and it's not your fault. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen to the guy on it. You know, they're, they're going 20, 30 kilometers an hour, 40 kilometers an hour when they're weaving in and out. That's, that's serious injury. Yeah. Serious injury. Yeah. And half these guys don't have leathers on. So, uh, you know, you fall off a bike, even going 10 kilometers an hour, you're going to, you're going to scrape yeah, the we got skin the, right off your arm. We got the lecture from a policeman back in the UK when we were stopped coming back from football. I was on the back of DJ's bike and we'd just been racing a VX220 actually, uh, which was a, a, a Vauxhall sort of version of a Lotus. Uh-huh. And, um. So we were pulling some speed and obviously a police car heard the exhaust on the bike and pulled us over and then I was in my football kit. <laughs> so I'd got shorts and socks on and the, the the policeman was a biker and he went through all of the, he lectured us like, to, and he should have, rightly so. I mean, I was 20 at the time or something silly, you know, thought I was invincible and all that. But yeah, he gave us a lecture and he was like, you know, how many seconds it takes to get through to your bone when you hit the tarmac and it's like yeah. leathers take half a second and denim takes another quarter of a second and then skin doesn't even count and then you threw to bone. Yeah. And so. you're going to be scraping along the floor for a long time when you come off a bike, even if you're just doing 50, 60 miles an hour. So um, it's always, it's always a worry for me. I'll never, I don't think I'll ever end up riding a bike. I don't think I'll ever end up riding a bike here. Yeah, I've not got my license and it's something I can manage without. But when you see them on the road, when you're not, it's probably worse not being a biker. But you just worry every single time. Oh, it's totally, like, totally. I had a son who used to ride a bike. He doesn't ride it anymore. And it was, I was always worried. And and we, as parents, so we said, okay, you know, and, he, and, and the realization was he was going to get a bike either way at some yeah. point. So we made sure he had the leathers. He had the, 
you know, he had, he had a, a plaid jacket, actually. It kind of looked like a Sons of Anarchy kind of thing. <laughs> but completely Kevlar, <laughs> Kevlar lined. Like, it was, it was sold by the bike store. It was, you know, back, back home. It had the, the, the elbow pads and the back pad. And it, like I said, it was Kevlar. So, it, it, you know, it had the rating on it. Plus, they had the leather jackets. Plus, the leather boots, the, the riding boots. Plus, the pants. Plus 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 because and you'd say it's going to be really hot i say yeah it's going to be really hot but you got to wear it because you otherwise you're going to have nothing left if the yeah, yeah. if you win the lottery and get into an accident it could happen and you don't want to be that person no so it's uh and i i, I think sometimes our cars the people who are driving just don't think well, about you don't think about I mean, so at home i'm i'm like right in the middle of the country we've got like hills and mountains all around every direction you go you'll go get to some rolling hills and green typical what people would probably imagine when they think of the uk so there's all country lanes that you literally can't fit you definitely can't fit two cars going opposite ways down and sometimes you know if there's a if there's a tractor from one of the farms coming the other way it's it's pushing away at the hedgerow at the side of the road so they're really narrow and there's bright yellow and red signs all the way along these roads and around that just say think bike Mm. just to try and prompt you to think hang on a minute yeah. you know do i really am i being clear with what i'm about to do am i signaling before i turn am i you know because you're going down a country lane you don't see a car for 20 30 minutes sometimes but there's a bike on your tail that's doing four or five times your speed yeah you see a junction to turn away yeah. you turn right the bike comes on the, straight over the side of the car so those signs i don't know how good they've been but there was there was one out by us that used to have a rolling count of accidents on the road and fatalities. Yikes. Yikes. And it's like that makes you think. That really does make you think. But for machines, I totally get the appeal. Oh, absolutely. And uh, if it wasn't for the fact that probably the only bike that I could ride without looking stupid on would be a Hayabusa, which would kill me within <laughs> 25 <laughs> seconds, I, I might be a bit more tempted. But no, I, I'm probably never going to be a bike guy. In yeah. terms of riding one, but get the appeal. I just wish oh, that convenience, ease, especially here, fuel yeah. economy. Oh man! Yeah, and you know, you just get on, put on your helmet, get you get some stuff. You're gone. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. I totally get it. Parking easy. I totally get it. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. Not. I actually saw a guy yesterday, and uh, so this was at night, and he was pulling up you know, right around where we live guy is on a, and it was a Goldwing, a big Honda Goldwing nice. decked out. He got the, he had the CD player going. I could, I got it because it's like driving the Jeep with the radio on. Yeah. Right? And uh, no helmet. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I did a second look and I'm going, okay, whether it's law or not, what are you thinking? Bi- people on a bicycle are wearing a helmet. Why are you on a moving vehicle screaming down the, the road? And he wasn't going too fast. He was, he was being civilized, but still he had a baseball cap on. That was it. And I thought, come on, dude. See, the problem is with that, right? It's, it's this whole, I, we, we used to talk about something similar when, when I was doing A-levels. And, and I'd never thought of it at the time being 17, 18. I was, I was thinking, well, if someone doesn't want to wear a helmet, it's their loss. Yeah. The problem is, that person's got parents or children or yeah. a wife or yeah, a husband. Yeah. And there's also the fact that it's a waste of an ambulance. Well, It's a waste of an ambulance. Yeah. It's a waste of police time. It's a waste of 
whatever else needs to happen to just clean up the mess of that accident. Yeah. And then you've also got the fact that, you know, they probably go and survive and then do it again. Yeah. I had a good friend whose daughter was in a motorcycle accident where they, she kind of got ejected off the back and then over top of a car and, and she lived. She's never the same. No. So, I mean, she's, she's there and she's, you know, functions, but she's not the same daughter yeah. that he said there's, you know, something in that, you know, the concussion that she got and she's not the same person. Yeah. And you got to live with that. And you know, yeah. the parents got to live with that forever and brothers and sisters. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a difficult one because the thing is with a bike, you know, even if you do, even if you do follow all the regulations and do everything extra yeah. and above and beyond that you physically can. You're on a bike. You're well, not sticking to the speed. Let's just be yeah. honest about it. You're not going in a 40. You're yeah. not going 40. No. Because you're on a bike. No. That one pull of the throttle, you can do 140 <laughs> in a couple more seconds. So and you do, just like the guy in the Ferrari. You know, you, do. You're doing that quick, rapid. You, you want to hear the mufflers. And of course you do. And, <laughs> the, and, and the fact of the matter is that's going to happen. And, and if you yeah. come off a bike at 140, I don't care what you're wearing. Yeah. You're going to be in a mess. As Joey Wu always says, uh, just keep in mind that everyone in a car is trying to kill you. So, Pretty much, yeah. So you want to, you want your bike to be as noisy as it can be, so that they know you're there. You want to keep yeah. revving it up at the stoplight, so they know you're there. Yeah. The but guy, the guy who worked next to me at VW uh, in the UK, Mark Topley's name, and um, he was, he was, what maybe twenty years older than me when I was there. Uh, so he would have been about sort of late thirties, and then towards forties, late forties as I left, and then. He lived quite a distance from work. In the UK, quite a distance is not actually a distance because the place is so small, but probably 25, 30 minutes drive. But he used to come on a 50cc moped. Okay. And his other two cars he had were Land Rover Defenders. So he used to just leave them in the garage and then use the moped when the weather was okay. And to be fair, he'd do it most days, even if it rained. And I remember him going absolutely crazy at one of the lads because... He'd seen them riding their moped home mm. and pulling over to the, so we drive on the other side of the road in the UK and then pulling over to the left-hand side to let cars pass. And he went, he'd gone past him and seen that. I said, what are you doing? You're on the road. You've paid your tax. You've got your insurance. You've learned yeah. to drive. You've bought the bike. Ride it in the middle of the lane because if you get over, how are you ever going to get back across? Yeah. Somebody's going to try and come past you and then they're just going to hit you yeah. if they have to go across because someone's cut them up. Stay in the middle of the lane drive defensively yeah. if they want to go around they can go all the way around yeah they'll do and the pass and i never sort of thought of it that way and again going out on the bike as a passenger really with with dj and then obviously seeing and hearing that and it does make you a bit more appreciative of yeah. on a minute. I, the, the most scared i've ever been in a car was in my golf racing dj on his bike and again young and stupid nothing what's worse that could happen and i can tell you now my clock finished at 160 miles an hour and i was hitting the end of the clock i don't know how accurate they are at that speed but yeah. it's, it's hit the end of the clock and at that point i start to catch up with dj's bike dj's in front of me and see a speed wall coming you're out? talking if there's two millimeters of that tire track <sighs> in contact with the with yeah. the tarmac yeah. and that's all it was and i'm going past him so we're doing 160 miles an hour and I've never ever been so scared in all my life thinking not for me I'd got four brakes yeah modified brakes big fat wide tires 
So if I needed to stop, I'd have probably managed it. But if it had been blown across by the wind at the time, and it wasn't until we were in too, you're in too deep at that point. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't wave to him and say, stop. He's not got mirrors to look and see where I am yeah, to yeah. see that I've slowed down and he's not going to back down anyway. So I've got to get and keep going and it's too late. And then we got through it. Nobody got hurt and it was oh, really good fun and laughter. Afterwards. Yeah, that was really stupid, wasn't it? it but it's, that was stupid. Yeah. And I've never been so scared in a car. I've, I've spun a car, I've gone through hedges. I've never rolled a car. Yeah, I never want. I never want to be in an accident. But I'm, I'm sure that's a lot more scary. But the most scared I've ever been in a car wasn't having an accident. It was the fear of, well, yeah, we're in this now. Yeah, we were in too deep. Yeah, and, and you gonna, could not. See, you could honestly to the point where you could almost see light between the tire and the road. There was. It must have been two millimeters of the tread in, in contact with the road, and you can see him just sort of drifting. He's yeah. at, he's at the mercy then of the wind. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. One little piece of road debris that he's got to swerve around, he's gone. Yeah. Oh, whoa. So. Gives me, gives me goosebumps yeah. thinking about it, and it's not positive. Yeah.